All righty. Well, some of you know who she is, some of you don't. Pastor Rox and Miss Deb have been our friends since 1995. So we have been in each other's lives off and on, ministered together, worked together. It's been a great life, and they are wonderful testimony of the miracle-working power of God. And uh, she, this lady preaches the Word. She knows the Word. So I'm so thankful that these two ladies are my dearest friends, and I'm thankful that they're here today to minister to you. So would you please welcome Pastor Roxanne Alexander. Praise the Lord. Hi. I'm glad to see you all again. Greetings from Victory Church. Um, the folks down there said to tell you they love you. And they're excited about us being here with you today. They love Pastor John and Ann. And, and of course, all of you, you've met some of them at the five and different times. And uh, we're definitely connected. Amen. If you would, please open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 2. And while you're going there, I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus... I thank you for the anointing that removes every burden and destroys every yoke. I thank you, Lord, that this word will be received, come across exactly like you want it to, and that it will go forth unhindered by any outside force. Yes. I bind every devil spirit in the name of Jesus, every spirit of disruption, and we declare the will of God is done this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Will you go deep with me this morning? Yes. yes. Okay. 1 Corinthians 2.9. Okay. 1 Corinthians 2.9. Praise God. However, I'm going I'm to read uh, from the NIV. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived, what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. So it's saying here, the eye hasn't seen it. The ear hasn't heard it. It hasn't really been perceived by the heart until the Spirit reveals it to you. You with me? Walk with me. Okay. So, what we see from here are, is that your five senses will not pick up all that God has for you. Right. You're not going to be able to get it through the five senses. You're going to have to get it. I can say it like this in 2017. You're going to have to download it from the Spirit. That's right. Okay? You're going to have to download it from the Spirit. Look at verse uh, 10. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of man except the man's spirit with, within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak. Now listen to this very mindfully. 
This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. Everybody say spiritual truths in spiritual words. Now we know, and I know y'all are all scriptorians. That's what I call it. I know you understand the scripture. I know you understand that, that this is and can be talking about your prayer language, okay? Which I, I definitely believe. But I also believe this is talking about just you saying what he's saying. That you have your word, you're getting a word from God and you're saying what he says, what the Bible says. So whether it be English, whether it be in the spirit, uh, it, well, in English can be in the spirit, but in tongues, you're still going to need to release spiritual things by spiritual words. Are you with me so far? So the, now, now listen, the spirit goes in and he's looking around in the spirit and then he reveals to your spirit. Amen. It's like you ladies going in to Dillard's and looking around. And they reveal to you what you need, those, all those purses. And the, they do go on sale in there. Well, if you use your faith in Dillard's, you can get those prices down. Okay, guys, we're done with that. We were having fun. but So... We don't have the spirit of the world, but we have the spirit who is from God. So we can understand this spirit, this Holy Spirit helps us understand what God has freely given us. Now we know according to Ephesians 1, 3, that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You already have everything. It's already in your account. The thing of it is, is it's still in the spirit realm. That way, no corruption can get it, and you can just, you know, make your uh, check out and get it by faith when you want it. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Nothing wrong with checking accounts and lots of money on earth and lots of things, but I'm just saying you have so much more than that. Amen. So you understand what God gives you, and then this is what we speak. We don't talk through intellect, but we talk through words taught by the Spirit. I know you guys know stuff like this, so I, I can cruise into this pretty good. Spiritual truths are expressed by spiritual words. This is not a spiritual word. Well, you know, I just don't know how we're gonna make it. Well, I just don't seem to be able to get over it. That was for somebody. Those are not spiritual words. The Bible says that you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. That's a spiritual word. The Bible says we're all overcomers. The Bible says this is the victory we have, even our faith, so we are able to do whatever we need to do. You sing it in the songs. You're expressing it in the songs. We confess it, but our conversation needs to go along with what we're confessing. Conversation 
has so much to do with uh, you receiving everything the blessing is offering you. Your conversation needs to be like your scriptural confession. You know, y'all do the confessions, right? I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me. I overcome evil with good. You know, you confessing these things. Thank you, Lord. You know, you just have all these confessions. But, but then if you walk on out and say, but you know, I just don't know how. <laughs> well, let's go on. Y'all get this. All right, verse 14. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. And isn't that the truth? People will tell you, oh, you are just those name it, claim it people. Blab it, grab it people. Well, we named it, claimed it, blabbed it, and grabbed it. We got it. <laughs> and we're Bible people. So, you know, you can't go by men's wisdom. You're going to have to go by what God's doing. So the, the spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any other man's judgment. I like that. Okay. Now, for who has known the mind of God that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So what we're saying here is that God has so much for us. It starts and does right now exist in the spirit realm. Everything you need exists in the spirit realm. But you cannot, once again, you cannot access it with your five senses. You're going to have to access it with your spirit. We would say with faith. Okay? Now, uh, the Holy Spirit reveals in our spirit what it is, and then we speak what is revealed and it manifests in the third dimension. The spirit realm, light speed up. You understand that when you were born again, light speed hit your spirit, and your light speed up. You're above 186,000 miles per second, light speed. You're up there, okay? You know, that's what resurrection power is. Light. Well, light hits your spirit, okay? Life hits your spirit. Jesus is life and light. And then that spirit, your spirit, has the kingdom in it or the, or the heavenly realm in it, whichever you all prefer. The realm in it. And in that realm, you just are connected to the realm of the real heavenly place. So you're totally connected. I'm connected to AT&T. <laughs> And AT&T connects me to Miss Ann. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm connected to the spirit that's sitting inside me, and I have a direct line to Almighty God. Right. Yeah. Almighty God is in me now. Heaven is in me now. Yeah. Every car I will ever need is in me now. Woo! Every money I'll ever need is in me now. Every uh, healing I'll ever need is in me now. All the wealth I'll ever need is in me now. Every prophetic word I'll ever speak is already in me now. Okay? So, we have this wisdom, health, peace, power, wealth, things, relationships, opportunities, ministries, assignments, and love all in us right now. You can come to the kingdom and buy without money. The children, Jesus said to Peter, the children of the kingdom are free. Yep. Can I go there, Lord? 
Yeah, you are big. Let me go here. Real quick. Every time you pay your taxes, you're sowing seed. He that hath an ear, just hear that. Because the children of the kingdom are free. Now pay your taxes. Don't go out here saying, Mr. Roxanne said you don't have to pay pay." No, I'm saying you're sowing seed because we're free. We're free people. Anyway, I know about eight or nine of y'all did get that right there. Some of y'all are going, I'm going to have to think about that. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So how do you buy without money? What are we talking about? Well, First and foremost, you you all know the scripture, Isaiah, that says, Arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is real. That word arise in the Hebrew means first and foremost, get yourself to another level. Mm -hmm. The first thing that you have to do if you're going to download what you want from heaven is to get yourself to that level. You're going to have to make the connection with heaven. You're going to have to make the connection with the spirit world. It won't come through the five senses, but you can make that connection. And then the next thing you do is you sow things into the kingdom. You ha- um, yeah, let's go. Let's talk about this just for a minute. You'll like this. It reaches the realm by discarding the matter around it and taking on the original form of the word. Now, if that was, let me, I'll explain that to you. Who's got a tithing envelope? Anyone? Do y'all have them in your chairs or something? Okay. Let's use the tithe because that's the easiest. So you, you brought your tithe today. The tithe or the money in here went into the basket. It'll go to the treasurer and they'll pay the bills and pay the pastor and do their giving and do their tithing and all that, right? Y'all know, y'all get that. Lights are on. Yeah. All these things are on because of this. That's right. By the way, if you're not a tither today, you need to thank those who are because that's why you're sitting in these chairs and enjoying this. Okay. So <laughs> the tither said, that's right, amen. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but this may go into the bank and into the record keeping, but what goes into the realm? Words. See, the Bible teaches us to tithe with words. Tithing is done with words. That's why you have uh, an offering word. Because words need to be spoken in order to get results. So, you know, they, and we, we all have our different ones that we do in different churches. You know, uh, Father, I thank you that you brought me out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dis, your dear son, Thank you, Lord, for looking down on your holy habitation and blessing me. And we always say the devourer is already rebuked and the windows of heaven are open. You say things like that over the tithe, right? When you pray over the tithe, uh, Miss Ann was speaking hundredfold return over the giving today. She wasn't saying those words for the fun of it. She's speaking those into the atmosphere of the Spirit. Now the Word then, so let's say the... Let's say that the tithe went into the treasury, and now here's the word, and words are containers, words are seeds, are they? Jesus said the sower sows the word, okay? So the word goes into the spiritual ground of you. It goes into that realm, 
But the spirit world, just like ground grows seed, your spirit grows seed. That's why you need to keep the weed off your seed. So your, your spirit then is growing this, but what happens when you plant corn? You don't get one corn, one kernel. You get first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. So multiplication begins to happen. And then word then will come and manifest back into the third dimension. You with me? So you're sending it out and it's a hole. It goes and it does what it needs to do here because that's how God made it. Goes into the spirit realm but comes back out as more. See that? That's what's happening to everything you do. Now, the tithe itself is coming out as a uh, warranty in your life. If, you have, if you're a tither, you have a warranty. The devourer cannot continually rebuke you. All you got to do is wave the fact that you're a tither in his face. That's right. Amen. That's right. Nope, I'm a tither. This can't be. And all of heaven will begin to go forth for you. If you're not tithing and you think there's some trouble coming, you know what to do. Get back on it. Get in there and stay on it. Be consistent. In consistency lies the power. Okay. And it's honoring God, of course. We, we We don't say you have to. We say you get to. But don't get off in greasy grace and say, well, I don't have to because I don't have enough and nobody will know. You and God know. Okay. Now... So that was free, but we'll go on. But I just want to give you a good picture there. Uh, In Mark uh, 4.26, let me back that all up with Scripture. This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground night and day. Yes, Lord, I heard you. Whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. You don't need to know how. When you sowed for the new truck, you don't need to know how God's going to do it. You just need to know the truck's coming. Because God already created every resource you need, and those trucks have already been made. You just have to do your part of believing and saying and sowing, which is also believing, saying, and sowing, and sowing into the spirit realm. And then that thing will begin to manifest. How did God create the world? He spoke. Yes. And so you are a speaking spirit. So you speak, and big, awesome red truck will show up. We, we have a lady in our church who has a huge, big red truck, so I'll use that as an example. It's beautiful, and they named it Bart, big, awesome red truck. <laughs> and so, you know, you can imagine we're in, in the, the hill country, so everybody has a truck, you know. So uh, anything you need, healing, peace, joy, All of this is available to you from the spirit realm. You've got to reap the harvest of it. And you're not going to reap the harvest by going around rehearsing that you don't have these things. Every time you rehearse something. I had a friend, bless his heart, every time I saw him, he'd tell me, I'm tired, I'm just so tired, I'm just so tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And he got tireder and tireder and tireder because he was calling tiredness. Church, if you want the dog, don't call the cat. (laughs) Call the dog. 
Compliments of Brother Copeland. <laughs> Learned to hire that 30 years ago. Okay, so the kingdom brings a harvest which manifests back to you. So see, you're turning, you're turning things into words. And then he turns words into things. And you help along the way. You're doing your part. There's something to do. Well, we're in grace. We don't do anything. That's called laziness. Grace empowers you to do what you need to do. Man, I got to try to preach this. And Okay. Oh, I heard you. That's twice. I'm on it. You tell me when. Somebody has a, something in a leg that's being healed. I've heard it twice now. If your leg needs healing, it's healed right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing those joints in Jesus' name. So what we, the kingdom brings a harvest which manifests back from words to things. It went in a thing. It comes out more uh, or worth more. It multiplies back out, goes in as a word, comes out as a thing. Goes in as a thing, comes out as a word. Both of those things are working, okay? Now, listen to this statement. Healing is the multiplication of goodness in energy that drives the curse or the virus out of your body. The multiplication of the goodness of God from the spirit realm, healing, that's just what we call it. But church, God is good. You know that. You know God doesn't have cancer. He doesn't give it to you. Well, I wonder if he's trying to teach me something. He's not a child abuser. He's never done that. You don't send your kid out on the bus and hit him in the head with a hammer and say, I hope you learned something today. God's not doing that either. The teacher of the church is the Word, the people that are called to teach, and the Holy Spirit. I have, I have many friends who've gone through all kinds of troubles and never learned a thing. And then there are those who go through things, but they get in there with God and they come out better. I'm not saying you don't ever go through things, but you sure can go through things a lot less. Okay, so healing is the multiplication of goodness in energy that drives the curse out. Well, this is what I do. I, I take my medication every day. I don't take any pharmaceuticals or anything like that, but I take this medication. The light and the life of the Zoe life of God penetrate my body right now. Lord, I know that every cell of my body has a door. And I declare those doors open and I receive the light and the light of the Zoe life of God into my body. Amen. Amen. These, these are things we do because, and I actually feel a shift physically in my body a lot of times from speaking those words. Yes. Words are powerful, church. Yes, if you go to church here, you know that. Okay. So now look at this. This is Matthew eleven twenty eight. Let's go there. Matthew. That's right there at the beginning. Okay. eleven twenty eight. right after the famous... Hagen scripture. Just kidding. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
instead of a world yoke where you're taking everything in with your senses, you go with Jesus and his kingdom and the yoke is easy. It is without toil. What does the word say? The blessing of the Lord makes one and he adds no sorrow. That's the word toil right there. The blessing, which is the empowerment to prosper, okay? It makes one rich. Okay, religious people, you'll have to see that's in the Bible and drop all that stuff, okay? Come on, somebody. <laughs> yeah. Talking about being rich. <laughs> and the saints say it. No. <laughs> Uh, and I'm told prosperity is the ability to take the ability of God and bless mankind. So you would want it in every area. But the blessing does it without toil. Now walk, walk with me through this so you see the depth of, of this thing as well. Uh, the anointing drives away darkness, does it? Yes. Health is light, sickness is dark. The light drives out the dark. Okay, you know you can't take a picture without light. You know the the aperture. Even in digital world, you still have to have light. Okay, but the, you open your aperture and light comes in. Uh, you old time photographers remember the old cameras where the aperture had to open, the the shutter speed had to open, had to bring in bring in the light. Okay, pulls it in. Darkness has to leave. Light always removes darkness. Always try it. It always, there's no such thing as a flash dark. <laughs> but if you're in here in the dark and you turn on one little light, that flashlight, it'll remove the darkness right there. Okay? So, light shined on the true picture, the image you get, the virus and the pain will leave. You got to get the true picture. You got to get the real picture. You got to download the real picture. You got to download who you are. You got to download what's really in you. You knew what was really in you. You'd quit your job and go to work. Don't quit your jobs. I said if you knew what was really in you. You know what I mean by that. So you begin to get this image of what's yours, what you have. Now listen, church, enemy attacks. When he does, you keep feeding it word, 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 until the picture, the image on the inside of you is bigger than the lie of the curse that's trying to get you. And you keep working on it and working on it. I don't care if it takes you a year, two years, three. You keep working on it. You keep feeding yourself word and you're going to have the victory. Because the word of God will not return void. You work on it. You get in there and do what you need to do long enough. It might not take you so long. Amen. Okay. Now, remember I said no toil? So what doesn't toil then? What's not toiling? Your soul. 
Your soul doesn't, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. If you're in there crunching numbers every night trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills, you're missing it. You got to go to God and download who you are. Well, if we pay this, if we pay that, you might as well just go, Jesus, take the will. You know, you might just, just, you know, I'm not saying don't be a good steward, but what I am saying is that worry and that toil has to leave you. Worrying is meditating on the devil. So the worry has to leave you, leave you. You get out of toiling. Hey, listen, the Bible says that Peter went out of fishing and he said, Oh Lord, we toiled all night and didn't catch a thing. Did he say that? And Jesus walks out there and says, Hey, Launch out here. Every fish in the Galilee was ready to give its life. Why? Because creation runs from toil. God created, but it's going to run from toil. Why? Because you're not supposed to toil. You're making, that's right, it's not natural. You're making this shield around you, and creation wants to go the other way. Even Bart, Bart, the big red truck, tries to go the other way. How am I ever going to get it? It's not you. Remember, everything you have is already in the Spirit. Go to the Spirit and get it. Believe God for it and start watching for it. Amen. Amen. Every fish came drawn to the boat. So what we see here then is our assignment in life would be to see and say. You got to see it and you got to say it. Say that. You got to see it and you got to say it. You can have what you can see and say. Amen. You say, well, yeah, but I just work over to Dairy Queen. What does that have to do with me? Well, it's your job and your assignment to see and say over that place. You build houses, it's your job to see and say over your business. If you're in the ministry, it's your job to see and say over over the ministry. But you're going to have to watch out what you do with your soul. What does the Word say? The Word says that you prosper as your soul prospers, does it? So the soul has to prosper. Didn't say the Spirit there, said the soul has to prosper. So what you have to do is be proactive concerning your soul. Yeah. You can't just live by your feelings. Well, I don't like what she said, so I'm going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Ann didn't say what I want. She didn't shake my hand today. I'm going to be upset. (laughs) See, you're living by your feelings. Maybe Miss Ann was busy with someone who needed her more than you. Touchiness has to go. Well, I'm just, I'm just upset. Well, come on. <laughs> Be proactive about your soul. Right. At our church, we say, get over it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a tough pastor, but I'm telling you, we've got strong people. Because right. we're not going to sit around and have pity parties. Right. We're going to believe God. Right. Yeah, besides that, if you have a pity party, you're the only one that comes. Yeah. <laughs> So you have to be proactive about your soul. You, let me tell you something. One of the ways that you've been proactive by your soul is if you found your people. Yeah. If you find your people, you'll find your destiny. Yeah. Those of you that found your people here, you are that much closer to fulfilling your destiny. Yeah. And then everything you put your hand to, everything you touch, you need to ask it, is this, 
Is this leading toward my destiny or not? Everything. You go out there into the garage. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. And you're going, does this lead me to my destiny? Does this lead me to my destiny? Does this lead me to, you know, the 1,400 napkins from KFC and all that? That's not leading you to your destiny. <laughs> yeah, oh me. Well, we might need this. You don't need that. You're prosperous. Be proactive about your soul so your soul will prosper. Do you believe God or not? I think he can get you a KFC napkin. <laughs> Glory to God. Y'all okay? All right. So you're seeing and saying. You're not seeing it with these eyes because you're going to go, well, they, that prophetic word said I was going to get me a blah, 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 and I sure don't see it. Because when you got it, you didn't see it in here. You got to keep saying it. Church, the prophetic words are are not built all the time that the, uh, they'll just come to pass. You have to agree with them. God is speaking potential into you, and it's also a place of testing whether you're going to believe it or not. And well, she said I was going to do this, and it never ever happened. Well, I'm telling you, you're the one that didn't bring it to pass. It's just like us preaching to you. You can believe it or not. Pastor John and Ann have been preaching to you. How many years now have y'all been here? See, four. Wow, already? So you've, you have an opportunity to receive those things and, and, uh, and bear some fruit. Right. Or not. Yeah. Mm. Mm, I'll just go right on along here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What is the motivation for being an ambassador in the earth? Well, think about ambassadors. Think about embassies. If you go to a third world country, and it looks like a torn up war zone, just dirt, torn up buildings, everything, just a mess, but you travel down the road and there's the American embassy. And all of a sudden, fences, green grass, beautiful building. It looks like America. You should look like Eden. You are an ambassador into this earth and you should look like Eden. You should be doing very well because you are a witness for God. Hey, we're here for you. We can help. You can't help anybody if you don't have any money. You need some anointing and some money and some love. Let's go the other order. Love, anointing, and money. But that's just the truth. If you're going to help somebody, well, you know, they needed help. But I just had to say, we'll pray for you. Maybe somebody will give you a dollar or something. That's not helping people. Now, in our church, we like to give a hand up and not a hand out all the time because we believe that people need to become victors instead of victims. However, when you do need to help, we've, we've had an extra house for uh, almost 10 years, and there's been uh, six different families that have lived in it. It was because it was there. We had an extra truck so people could haul their stuff. It's because it was there. When you have extra, you can help people. Can I just talk real down home to y'all? Yes. But when you're doing that, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yeah. That is right. That's Wisdom, right, right Miss Ann? Right. Pastor? 
So you, you pray about it. You download from the Spirit who you're supposed to help and who you're not supposed to help. Because all the people that are sitting in the congregation saying, I heard, wish y'all would hurry up and prosper so y'all could help me. <laughs> I know I'm preaching tough here, but we, got, we have to. I only have a few minutes and I'm leaving and Pastor Ann could clean this up later. But <laughs> no, no it, won't, it won't need cleaning up, will it? We need to be the victors. I can help. Let me put in on that. Let's do this. We got, we got this. Wow, how come, you, how come you have such great favor? It's God. How come your business is doing so well? God. How come you're doing so well? God. Hey, I tried to do that and that, but, and I couldn't do it, but you went right through it. Oh, that's my God. Jesus helped me get through that. See what I'm saying? So when you look good, smell good, dress good, drive good, live good at home... It's a testimony to the kingdom of God. It's a testimony to how good our God is. You see what I'm saying? So don't get all religious on me and say, well, we ain't supposed to have any money. We need to be humble. That's false humility right there. Or we don't need to be well because we need to be in pain so we can suffer for Jesus. Now that's just <laughs> stupid. Forgive me if I'm too strong. We, we just talk straight where we're from. But All right. Because the reason you succeed, number one, is to pull down the kingdom of darkness, destroy the works of the devil, to advance the kingdom, and also to keep this beautiful covenant that God has given us. He said he wants to be the supplier. He wants to, he wants, hey, I'm submitting this to you now. The garden wasn't moved away, wasn't destroyed. It was moved into you. The garden of Eden's in you. The kingdom of heaven is in you. And you can manifest it if you want to. You're just going to have to see and say, I see it. I'm blessed. I'm favored. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I've got a word. I'm anointed on a level that the world is not familiar with. All to the glory of God. That's how you have to begin to see yourself. Then walls come down for people, and then people say, I can do that too. The anointing is the barrier breaker. Hey, think about when uh, Bannister broke the four-minute mile. How many people have run through that thing, and uh, does anybody know the, the shortest of that yet? Who's ran the mile the shortest? I don't know who it is, but I'm telling you, it went down to three-something. It kept going down. As soon as he broke through, when people break barriers, then the other people begin to break barriers. When somebody in this church has has a great miracle, everybody else is going to have a great miracle. When somebody in here hits the million-dollar mark, the other people are going to hit the million-dollar mark. When someone in here has great favor, other people are going to have great favor because they're going to say, that's my God, too. That's my God. The idea is just to say, what do you have, Lord? Because he's got it for you. Okay, let me finish this up so I can give you some words. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I'll finish with this. In the Hebrew, there's a word for word. And the word is devar. Anyone heard it? D-V-A-R. Devar. It means word. But interesting enough in the Hebrew, devar also means 
thing. Word equals thing. Thing equals word. With Christ Jesus, God has given you all things. Well, what does that mean? Things? Thanks. That's right. What we want. And not just what we need. What we want. The Lord is my shepherd. Never shall I decrease. Right. Never shall I decrease. I wave that in the devil's face all the time. Well, it's, look, it's looking like it got a little low. Never shall I decrease. The Lord is my shepherd. Never shall I decrease. Never shall I decrease. I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. I'm going forward in word, in anointing, in love, in prosperity, in everything that is my destiny. And as I go down the path, I'm going to be saying, does this help me with my destiny? Yeah. Or do you need, just need to get out of the way? I just need to move away from that. That's what we need to be doing. We just need to be moving forward. We're on the cutting edge. We're right now on the very edge of the greatest awakening that America has ever seen. And we've got to be prepared with some anointing church and with the power to get people to where they need to go. Well, we wish we could have sent you. How about, I'll pay for this one, go. How many of your, your hearts have just been so filled to try to help the people from Harvey and, and you just, you just want to do something and you just don't know what to do. Well, thank God for partnerships with ministries because you can, that helps. Yeah. But you know, the better off we are, the more we can do. Yeah. And not to mention, it wouldn't hurt you at all to sleep on a good mattress. Yeah. And it wouldn't hurt you at all to be comfortable at your house. Yeah. And it wouldn't hurt you at all to be surrounded by nice things. It helps your soul, and then your soul can prosper. Yes. It helps your spirit. And when someone comes to your house, and they don't have to trip over anything when they go in the door, woohoo! and you're just going, and they're going in, they're going, oh, so nice. This is so nice. And they just go, and then they get relaxed, and they can just receive from you the things of God. You're so blessed. Kind of like when you go to Miss Ann's house, you know. Yes. She's so be- it was so beautiful, so good. She's about to have another one like that. Glory yes. to God. Yes. It's going to be awesome. God is good. So, when I speak, the Word becomes a thing. That's what God did. The Word of His power drew matter together and pulled it to Him. So it is with us. The molecules that made the thing, like a car, um, his words put all the resources on the earth and the new images came to the man and the man made the car. And then the next step is you need to see yourself sitting in it. And Del said, well, you know, I just need a little clunker. It's just me. Come on. You know you don't really believe that. You want to be... You're an American now. Come on. Besides that, if you have to drive six, eight hours to go preach somewhere, you don't want to have to have a bailing wire. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you glory. You don't want to go sick. You don't want to have to go sick. You want to go well. You want to go on top of your game. When you get get to work on Monday, whatever it is you do, 
You want to have those concepts, those witty inventions, those good ideas? You want to be the best that you can be? I'm changing things, saith the Lord. I'm moving forward now. Be keen to my guidance. I'm going to give you definite instructions to move forward in everything that I have for you. I'll show you what to put your hand on. I'll show you what to take your hand off of. But be on the ready because there is more, more, more increase coming to you on many, many levels. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's knee is healed in Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Lord. Why be healthy? So you can love. So you can come to the church and do your job. Well, I don't have a job. I just come to listen. Wrong. When you get here, you fellowship. You encourage people. When you're sitting in the audience, you make your supply by pulling on the anointing. When we're given words or things like that, you make your supply by praying quietly there. And then when you get up to leave, you do some more encouraging before you get in the car. That's your job. If you're called to preach, then one of these days, your leaders will let you know that. You won't have to tell them. They'll know. Your name will be circled in the book. That's what happened to me. Okay, so... Let me see if I'm going to say anything else to you, and then we'll just prophesy. Y'all don't care if I'm not all professional and everything, do you? Good, okay. Because I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody said, you're good. Okay. You, you're, you're going to change this seen world by tapping into the unseen world. And, and it's not going to be that you're sitting and awaiting. Well, I wish God would do something. Well, I sure wish he's already done it, church, 2,000 years ago. Jesus paid the total price for you. It's all sitting right there. The angels are listening. God's wanting to move right now. You're just going to have to do something with that hole under your nose. Because if you're going you're gonna to have to speak what you want. And you're going to have to take time to get in the spirit realm. Slow down and say, Lord, what do you have? And then you won't miss it. Because, Hey, listen, you don't even need to pray this. Lord, will you please guide me? You pray, Lord, I'm keen to your guidance. Because Jesus said the Holy Spirit would guide you. You already have that promise. So, Lord, I'm keen to your guidance. How are we going to go about this? Uh, I'm building a house right now, and I'm the contractor. At, at every move, God's got to be the contractor. Okay, Lord, who, who's going to do this? Which way are we going to go? What do you have? And there's been some moments when I've been like, whew, okay, Jesus, and here he comes, bam, and puts it right into place. He's, he's what we've been, we're building it debt-free, so we're a year and a half into it, and we're believing to put a Christmas tree in it. But well, what I'm doing is on every turn, every turn saying, okay, Lord, what about right here? How are we going to do this? And then we move on that, and we move on that. And I'm telling you, we have seen miracle after miracle after miracle in that house. Miracles. And he wants to do the same for you. He wants to do the same for you. He wants you to have this great embassy for people to come to. He wants you to be blessed. Whether it's a mansion or a tiny house, it should be blessed. 
And if you live in a tiny house, I want to talk to you six months from now. <laughs> because 200 square feet's really tight for more than you and your dog. So, but I'm, I mean, if you love it, that's wonderful. But I just, I want to see that show six months from now. Yeah. They're gonna have a tiny house six months. Well, you know, we moved. <laughs> Or they're going, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's time for acceleration, says the Spirit of Grace. It's time to accelerate. It's time to stretch out the tent pegs. It's time to move forward. It's time to let the Lord give you the bigger picture on the inside and live in the bigger picture. No more in Jesus' name. No more. No more. No more. No more. Satan, take your hands off this woman and everything that you've tried to attack her with. It will be no more. Thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the anointing that removes every burden and destroys every yoke. Thank you for the goodness that's going to flow through her like never before. In the name of Jesus, ooh, there's just something really new for you. Something really new for you. Jesus' name. Fresh start. Jesus' name. You know God loves you. You always get a word, don't you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I, I see you at the, um, right at the line, ready to run. And I see a thousand people running with you. A thousand people running with you. People full of encouragement, people of wealth, people of strength, people of victory. Victors running with you in this great awakening, running with you. Every need that you're about to have has already been paid off and you're going to watch God's hand move right over your house, right over your life in a brand new way. Every single thing you need. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pull it out of the realm right now for Pastor. In Jesus' name, with her, I stand with her. Every need is met. Everything is fixed to perfection, and everything in this church flows proper, properly under the guidance of the apostle in Jesus' name, under the guidance of the pastor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for all of these wonderful people, the blessing that they are to Pastor John and Ann. And I thank you, Lord, that this is a day of promotion among the people, a day of promotion. Take it, church. You're being promoted today. You're being promoted. Well, I don't know what that means. Take it. Ask the Lord about it. Ask him about it. Well, how am I getting promoted? Well, he'll tell you. You're going deeper in the things of God, and you're going to use your faith and, and see harvest come, help more people. In Jesus' name, walk in total victory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Miss Ann. I'm, I better quit. I go on till five o'clock tonight. I love you guys. Thank y'all for having us. Amen. Amen. There's been so much richness here.